0: Hello, my name is Delmer Eldred, and I want to welcome you to a conversation with Sherry Bosquet. She's also known as the Lady from Hewsome. And Sherry, it's great to have you back.
1: Thanks, Del. Thanks for having me.
0: And the subject we would like to talk about today, which is very personal for you, and you have uh experience in what is really going on. And this is really what we're seeing as a cultural war on the sexualization of our youth. And Sherry, would you just go ahead and comment uh, on your feelings on this?
1: Well, Dell, yes. Uh, unfortunately, I do have firsthand experience of what uh, child uh, sexual abuse looks like. Um, I, I'd like to say again, that I've been in gymnastics uh, my whole life. I've either been a gymnast, a coach, and I'm also a national judge at this time and have been for several decades. And uh, as uh, people may know that our gymnastics sport has been titled the greatest sexual abuse sports history. And that's shaming. And as our sport tries to untangle how we got there and how we can fix this, Maya Sport has implemented what's called safe sport training. And anybody who works with the children um must have a certification annually through safe sport. And what safe sport teaches us, it teaches us how to spot grooming behaviors, predatory behaviors, and pretty much just inappropriate um, sexualization of any sort to to the youth that participate in our sport. So we are being trained on how to spot this grooming and predatory behavior in hopes that we can, stop it in our sport and so what i do see Dell, is I, I do see a cultural war i believe on the children right now you know everything really comes to light and comes to 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 life with pulp culture popular culture and popular culture comes you know through what's cool and what's hip and clothing and songs and all that other stuff and to me this uh This uh, sexualization and grooming of our children in the school and in the libraries right now is indoctrination to the children of acceptance, of acceptance of this um, sexualizing the children. And I believe it's desensitizing the children. So they will, when they're out in the real world participating in sports, they will be so groomed and indoctrinated and desensitized. That They're ripe for a predator. They're ripe for a predator to not understand what good touch, bad touch, however you want to put it. They won't have those boundaries when predators approach them.
0: Well, do you believe what's going on today? I mean, our children are being inundated with this sexual indoctrination. And do you think this is going to have an everlasting effect on their adult life?
1: Well, Dell, again, from experience, I can tell you that yes, it does. That a sexual predators, sexual abuse of children does last into their adult life. Uh, we have many gymnasts who are speaking out against, or speaking out about how as an adult, they are still traumatized. They're, they have anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorders, And they are affected in their adult life. And I think that anybody who has experienced any sort of um, sexual violations, abuse, um, predators, you know, they, they, they do suffer into adulthood. And I believe our children are suffering now as children, as this agenda is pushing this on them in their schools and making them uncertain of who they even are. And, you know, our schools have implemented behavioral health into the school system now, which is concerning to me of what they're going to be telling our children. But, yes, it does last a lifetime.
0: And and what we're really doing now, I mean, in so many cases, the children, their innocence is, is becoming a casualty of adult exploitation uh, at this time. And this is something that is really sad
1: oh, it, 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 to me, again, through all my training, it's more than sad. My first thought when I hear these things that are happening to the children and things that are being discussed with them and the pornography that's being readily available to them in the libraries, it, it's, um it's more than just sad. I, I believe it's a crime. I believe it's a crime against the children. And again, that goes back to my training and my training. It says it's a crime. And if you see an adult providing pornography to a child that you should call the law enforcement right away. And that law enforcement can then sort it out. You know, um, that's, that's basically my training is if I were to hear an adult talking about sexual anything with a minor, I I need to report it to law enforcement and also to safe sport, but they, they uh, train us to go straight to law enforcement. So it's more than just sad. This expo rotation of the children, I believe it's criminal.
0: Well, you know, the damage that is being done, and it's a lot of times it's, I will say that it's almost hidden because the children are not speaking out about it. Because like you say, they are under the authority of a an adult and they 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 don't realize the positions that they've, or the indoctrination that they have just received is not good. So, you know, this da- if we don't start Taking control of what's going on—it's going to be—it's uh, just a growing uh, sickness that is going to affect our future and our children forever. I mean, for a long time, anyway.
1: Well, I believe, like I have said, it it does last a lifetime, and you know, we we're taught that our children will take care of us when when we get older, and our children are going to be the ones being decision makers and so on when they get adults. And if they have been indoctrinated, groomed, to uh, believe that um, this progressive idea is, is good, you know, and they're messed up, how are they going to take care of us? How are they going to make good decisions for their community when they get to be adults? And, and you know, I believe this is generational, that they, they do this slowly, generational, um, generation to generation. And, you know, one generation's indoctrinated just a little bit to the immorality um, and then the next one. And so when the parents of the children now, I believe they think it's hip and cool and they're progressive. And I've heard the statements that love is love. You know, it's all equal. And again, all that's doing is indoctrinating them. To not know what is good and bad, what is right and wrong with an adult, and they're just going to be preyed upon. And, and, you know, it does need to be addressed at some point as a criminal agenda.
0: Well, right now, it, uh, you know, I think that w- the way to get this turned around is it's going to take courage- cor- courageous parents to combat this sexualism that uh, is going on with the children, and they're going to have to step up and start doing whatever they can to put a stop to this.
1: You're right, Dale. Um, I, I've sat back and watched this for the last couple years and listened to what what people have been saying about what the children are being taught in school. I, I've even listened to interviews with, with school people and been talking about how they're focused on uh, helping the children discover who they are. And, and in my head, I'm like math, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and we learn to read and write, you know, but, um, uh, yeah, it, it's going to take a village and it, and, you know, people do have their own culture and some people have different religious beliefs. Some people have other beliefs, but people have their own culture. And when another culture comes in and tries to uproot the culture, you're trying to raise your child in, That's when the parents really need to step up. And I've been waiting for those quote unquote mama bears to just come in and say, not today, not with my child. So I'm hoping as we begin to talk about this more openly, that these parents will step up. They will come together within their own community, like we've been seeing happening in Goldendale and start talking about it because secrets lay in silence and you're right with when the children are told not to talk about it. That's absolutely true. They're told not to talk about it. So our parents need to come in, take, take control of their children and start, you know, getting some stuff done because this agenda is not easing up. It's getting more and more forceful from what I'm hearing every day. So it might take an act of Congress. These parents might need to get together together, and decide how they can legally start addressing this grooming behavior.
0: Well, with the uh, amount of this gender identity stuff that's being pushed on these kids, and then the uh, amount of uh, sexual predators, it goes right along with these teenagers and up into their 20s now, the amount of suicides that are taking place because of the confusion and the. Uh, You know, they're just, they can't get orientated to what they're supposed to be and what what their life is about.
1: Yeah, that's uh, basically what I think we're seeing happening. And these parents who do think they're progressive and they're being cool and love is love and everybody's just free and equal and all this stuff. I I wonder how progressive and cool they'll feel when their 12-year-old becomes suicidal because they didn't have boundaries. They didn't know what was good or bad touch with adults. And they've been molested for the last year from their soccer coach per se. You know, that's whats what we're staring at right now is these children being so indoctrinized that they're not gonna know how to say no. And I believe that is what's leading, it's just opening the doors to the predators. And like I said, this is a personal experience in, in my behalf that in our sport, the sexual abuse and the predi- and the preying on the on the young athletes did not start and stop with that doctor. Our sport unfortunately has been ripe with it, and that is why we're trying to learn how to combat it. And yes, the children do get suicidal because you know they're being victimized.
0: Well, you know, uh, the your child tri- the your childhood years should be the happiest most rememberable times of your life you don't need to be inundated with all this stuff that these that's being pushed on you about you don't know if you're a girl you don't know if you're a boy you might be either one and all this and you know the confusion and the mess that it is creating for these kids they never get a childhood anymore and you know the thing is is we've it's gonna take resources and whatever like you said maybe uh, hopefully, Congress will get involved in it. That this has got to be pushed back to what is I, I, normal values in our society. Yeah,
1: it's going to take a lot because, as we see this uh, this agenda is coming in really heavy. And when it's in our public system, we really need to ask ourselves why is it in the public system? Why you know? And I question anybody who believes in this, who supports this. Again, I go back to my training. What mindset does this person have? Because we've also been taught in society that when a person is known to prey upon children, it's kind of a sickness. That's kind of how they describe it, that this person has a sickness. And we we know that when a person demonstrates preying on a child for any reason, for any reason to prey on a child, that they're most likely going to continue down this road of, of preying on children so it's going to take a lot, but I, I believe that it can be won. I believe that the parents can step in and put a stop to this. And if there's a certain society that wants to continue down that road, then maybe they should do that off to the side. But for our public dollars to support this agenda, it, it's time it's time for this to stop. Because, again, I believe this is criminal.
0: Well, Sherry, I just want to really thank you for uh, taking this time and expressing your thoughts and views on this subject, because right now we are at a important and crossroads that has to be uh, dis- decided. Are we going to step up and protect the children and use whatever available means we have, or are we just going to let this keep going? I think we better put a stop to it now. And, and I just thank you for your time, Sherry.
1: Thank you, Del. I appreciate the opportunity.
0: And we've been talking with Sherry Bosque, which is also known as the Lady from Houston. And I thank you very much. And this interview and previous interviews are available on gorgenewscenter.com. And click on the click-a-tat voice on the right-hand column. And I thank you.